Welcome to Driven by Purpose with Macanjuola Davis, an M. Davis Project podcast where knowledge never grows gray. Here is today's broadcast. A better way to stay married. Marriage is fixable. The major thing that get marriage complicated is when trust is broken or violated. Trust can never be replaced with anything. When it is broken, it could be a lifetime struggle to earn it back. It is important we know who we really are. And if that is the case, we can decide if we really want to go into marriage or not. That is, you need to really know yourself before trying to know who you're planning to marry. This reason is simple. No marriage can be peaceful where trusting is a thing of struggle. If you know you can't be trusted, why going into marriage? If you know you can't trust anyone, then why going into marriage? Trust is like the oxygen that keeps marriage alive. You will need enough of it. It is still the virtue that can calm the trouble waters in any marriage. Trusting and keeping it alive can save a lot of drama in marriage. It makes you worry less. Before anyone can counsel you on better ways to stay married, it will be important to talk about trust if it has never been violated in that marriage. Sincerely, it is so hard for any marriage counselor to fix any marriage where there's no trust. It takes years to build trust. And when it is broken once, there's no guarantee it can be earned back easily. Marriage is not a crazy place called union. We only make it a tough place as hell to live. It is always my intention in life to teach in any way I can every aspect of my life that life has dealt with me. Hence, in my experience and knowledge, I strongly believe marriage can only survive by working on these three things, the fixing, the enduring, and the bearing. Let's take them one after the other. 1. The Fixing There are things you're not meant to allow in your marriage. It is important you fix it. If you don't, you're simply digging the grave of your marriage every day. For instance, friends and family must know their boundaries. It doesn't matter how much you love them or like them, there are lines they can't cross. The same is applicable to church. You can't place your pastor above your spouse. Don't get it twisted. The church is not God, but an institution. Hence, the first institution God created came before the church, which was married to your spouse. Moreover, if you want to save your life, don't be ridiculous trying to be religious. If your spouse beats you up in marriage or abuses you in any way, kindly run for your life. It is a matter that must be addressed and fixed. You don't stay praying to change him because your pastor told you so. That is foolishness. Read people's stories. Many lives have been lost because they were misinformed by their pastors to stay in the marriage praying. In fact, you must know when to go to your pastor for advice in your marriage and when to see a marriage therapist to fix your marriage crises. Most pastors don't have the expertise to handle marriage matters, except the spiritual handling. This doesn't make them to always be practical. God made both pastors and therapists available to solve certain problems, which often comes with different approaches. 2. The Enduring There are matters you can't fix in your marriage with immediate result. This is very common in marriage. We want to fix it now. Nothing ends marriage so quicker than pushing too far. Besides, quick fixes increase damage. There are things you must learn to endure. Marriage comes with different seasons. There will be season to endure. It can never go according to how you will always wish. Enduring will test your patience and tolerance. It will put who you say you are to test. Endurance is the common giant in marriage we regularly face that can break us. You need endurance to withstand hardship and adversity in your marriage. You will need the ability to sustain a prolonged suffering. This will reveal your true identity except you pass the test. 
Moreover, considering individual personalities, it is important you know your personality and that of your spouses. If you don't know yours, how will you develop the interest to know that of your spouses? Every personality has strengths and weaknesses. You can't change your personality, but you can convert your weaknesses to your strength, which takes time. Some of these weaknesses are to be endured and some we are meant to bear until our lifetime. They are there not to get us frustrated, but to prove certain virtues in us if we really have them. Virtues like patience, tolerance, and many more. It is equally critical you know as well that only God has the power to change any individual, but you must trust God with the process. You can't change or fix your spouse, God does. I'm not encouraging marrying someone with the expectation of fixing them in the marriage. That could be a disaster. What I'm saying here is that there are things you won't learn about your spouse in courtship, not things you know that you could have avoided. I'm not talking about things the two of you hid from each other, but certain things you can never learn in any number of years you courted each other's. You will never learn everything about your spouse in courtship. There will be times in your marriage when you will have to endure with your husband's situations. Likewise, your wife, there are matters you never envisaged that will pop up later in marriage. Things you're meant to endure are time-bound. If God is willing, it will be fixed in due time. 3. The Bearing There are things you will never change about your spouse, and neither will you be able to control certain circumstances in your marriage. You will die trying to change them. If you are able to change everything about your spouse, what are you making out of him or her? A dummy or a perfect individual? And if you're capable of changing every circumstance in your marriage, in what way will you stay humble? You don't go into marriage with the expectation of spending the rest of your life with a perfect spouse. You will never find one. Likewise, you don't go into marriage with the expectation of controlling every circumstance in your marriage. God is very wise. He knows how to fix us. There are things about you that need to be fixed. You don't see them as a problem, but they are problems. Tolerance, humility, and patience are key in any marriage. You don't learn how to do that except your peace is stirred. God teaches us how to love by putting difficult people in our life to love. God won't give you a perfect spouse. He wants to teach you how to love people for who they are. And the best way you can truly love your spouse is not because she is beautiful or because he is wealthy. It is by loving them for who they are. That is the only thing that can change, and you will still be loving the same person. If other things change, like her beauty or his wealth goes down, you may never love the same man the same way when he was rich or the same woman when she was beautiful. No, today, you can't change what is meant to change you. There are situations in your marriage that are meant to change you. They are there not to be fixed, but to fix you. Some are to humble you. If you have nothing to fix, endure, or bear in your marriage, then you need to ask if the marriage is actually still alive or dead that you may not be aware of. May you embrace the grace to accept the things you can't change and the wisdom to fix the things you can. Amen.